WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Barry Bonds got his number retired by the San Francisco Giants. Uh, number 25. Uh, that was Saturday when the Pirates played at San Francisco. Barry even came into the Pirates broadcast booth for a brief spell and thanked Pittsburgh. So maybe it's time for the Pirates to retire Bonds as number 24 here in Pittsburgh. Bonds is undeniably an all-time Pirate great. The only two-time MVP in franchise history and the primary catalyst for a rare winning era in Pirates baseball. Bonds didn't use steroids in Pittsburgh. I wish he had. At any rate, Bonds never tested positive for PEDs. Never got suspended for PEDs. Uh, Barry Bonds wasn't well-liked in certain circles in Pittsburgh, and perhaps not in any circles anywhere. But so what? Like should have nothing to do with it. Uh, Every major sports hall of fame is embarrassing itself by making like part of the equation. T.O. is a dink, but he was right about that. John Steigerwald always tells the story about how Barry Bonds wouldn't sign baseballs for a sick kid or to raise money for a groundskeeper who got struck by lightning. I forget exactly what the story was. But why do I care about that? Why should the Pirates let that affect their decision on whether or not to retire Barry's number? Barry's a two-time MVP. Clemente wasn't. Stargell wasn't. McCutcheon wasn't. And sure, maybe Barry's a jerk. But it's not like he's in the Gestapo. Age seems to have made Barry Bonds a bit more graceful. I say the Pirates should retire Barry Bonds as number 24, and the sooner the better. And if you don't retire 24, you can't retire 22, because Kutch just wasn't as good. Sick Again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 19... 19- 56. Uh, One of the arguments against Barry getting his number retired by the Pirates seems to be he didn't play long enough in Pittsburgh. What did he play? I think it was seven years. Ralph Kiner only played seven years. His number's retired. Koch only played nine years. There's going to be a clamor to retire his number. Oh, well, Barry sucked in the playoffs. So did Koch. Kutch sucked even worse than Barry in the playoffs. Look, nobody any good is ever going to play his full career with the Pirates. And the Pirates may never win a World Series again. So if the team ever wants to retire a number again, the standard has to be lowered or changed to some degree. Uh, Kevin Gorman in his column, which screwed my column, uh, Gorman wrote about some Pirates who should have their numbers retired. Dave Parker is one. I agree with Gorman. Chuck Tanner, the manager of the 79 team, absolutely should have been done a long time ago. And then you got Barry Bonds. And then you got McCutcheon. Here's a way that the notion of retiring these numbers should appeal to Bob Nutting. Every time you do it, you sell more tickets because of it. 
Get it? Got it? Good. Go do it. Uh, here are the Pirates' retired numbers. And uh, it is a motley crew, but then again, that's what they said about Nikki Six. Billy Meyer, he was the Pirates' manager uh, in the 50s when they were terrible. He was over 100 games under 500. Why they retired that number, his number one, I have no idea. I guess he was a nice guy. Ralph Kiner, Willie Stargell, Bill Mazeroski, Paul Wainer, Pie Trainer, Roberto Clemente, Honest Wagner. Okay, so maybe it's not such a motley crew. That That's a pretty good list, except for Billy Meyer. Now, uh, Wagner is a funny case because when he was at his peak as a player, he never wore a number. Players didn't wear numbers back then. But when he came back to coach after he retired, he wore number 33, so... That's the number they retired on his behalf. Uh, Unless I'm missing something here, the Pirates have not retired a number for a long time, and not since PNC Park opened. I wonder why it is they haven't retired a number in that long. It looks to me like, oh, wait, okay. They retired Paul Wainer's number, number 11, in 2007. But it looks like that is the only number they have retired since PNC Park opened. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to Andy. Andy, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, what's going on, Double M? What's up? Hey, I agree 100% about AB. He's a jerk. Bottom line. And to make kids wait that long is ridiculous, but he's he's done it his entire career, but everybody will give him a pass because, oh, he plays for the Steelers. What did he do? Well, because he's a great player and plays for he the is. Steelers. And I am but not denigrating you. his ability or his accomplishments one bit, but if you keep sick kids waiting four hours, you're a piece of crap, and it doesn't matter what else you've done. That check the don't matter to done. me. You know, I like Colin Dunlap and him embracing Colin Dunlap's daughter. I'm glad he did it. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect my judgment on this issue. The problem is, at least I will say this, I gained a lot more respect for Barry Bonds because everybody knows he was a jerk, but he didn't hide it. Don't pretend to be something you're not. Brown's a great player on the field. I'm not sure A.B. hides it. I think that the Pittsburgh media and the fans hide it for him. They hide it. That's true. Uh, We'll give you that. They definitely hide it for him because, again... I mean, DVE. Seriously, DVE, when A.B. did his show here... He did everything but go into the corporate offices and urinate on the logo. But but they put up with it because he was A.B. and it was a relationship with the Steelers. And finally, after he treated, you know, iHeartMedia so badly for so long, they just cut ties and the Steelers didn't have a problem with that. Because, let, let me tell you, Mike Tomlin knows A.B.'s a jerk. The Steelers know A.B.'s a jerk. They also know they have to live with it. For the sake of him getting on the field and doing what he does, which is be the best wide receiver in football. Let's go to our good friend Colleen O'Dot from Sluggo's Bar. He is the Hebrew Hammer. Hammer, Yakshimash. Yakshimash. Mark, before we get to the Antonio Brown uh, dilemma, baseball, um, you know, I understand basketball, football, and hockey having numbers, but what's the point of baseball players even having numbers? They serve no functional purpose. You're right. I guess these uh, days for merchandising, and it's easier to identify from the stands, but you're right. 
Basketball was because of fouls. Hockey was because of penalties. I mean, beyond the stats, you're right. The numbers don't have much relevance in any sport, really. Well, that's right. In baseball, you never say, oh, number 32. You say the left fielder or the shortstop. You don't, they're identical. And those positions even have, you know, one through nine. I mean, they're, you know, every position has a number. So that has no purpose. Um, but a second reason they can't retire Bonds' number is because the fans are divided and seems the majority that don't like them. No, no. If, have... if, if Barry came back, he would get a warm reception when his number got retired. No question. No question. I don't know. No, the only people who are mad are Ron Cook and and John Steigerwald. They're the only. They're the only ones who are still mad at Barry. Believe me. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I believe. I guess it retires number. What's the difference to me? Hey, uh, Antonio Brown. These guys are jerks. When I first heard the story, I said, "Oh, maybe he was twenty minutes or." even 30, 40 minutes, and I was like, whatever, like, stuff happens. You know, whatever happened, maybe traffic or whatever. And uh, when I heard it was four hours, it's – I think that they're beyond jerks, some of these guys. And, you know, you're the, the uh, super genius. I am. Don't rule out these guys being so dumb. Well, no, I don't, th- I don't think AP's that dumb. Well, I mean, if, no, if AP was dumb, no. he couldn't have played his – marketing cards as shrewdly as he has. I know he has help oh, in that regard, but but he's done a great right. job making himself into a brand. Well, you know what? Notice all of his commercials, he had a Pepsi commercial. He said, like, one word. Um, don't yeah, I'm not going to start an argument that, that detracts from an argument I know I'm winning. I don't care well, if he's I mean, dumb or bright, super genius or... Or, or well below the, the median for IQ, you, you got to be on time or close to it for sick kids. You just do. And here's one thing I'm not ruling out. In fact, I, I, I bet my life this is the case. He can't believe it's a big deal. He can't believe anybody thinks he did anything wrong. He figures, I'm Antonio Brown. I'm a big star. I come and go as I please. Why would anybody be mad with that? And that's the sign of somebody who has something wrong with them. They're just not jerks. That something's wrong. I don't know what it is. I'm not a psychologist. Oh, or I, I know a what doctor. it is. It's, it's 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 a high degree of narcissism. Yeah, I guess maybe that could be like a, a secondary diagnosis. But I think uh, I just think maybe got hit in the head too many times. I don't know what it is. But they're not. There's something more sometimes. I think with these guys because they're so absurd to sh- to stand these they're, families they're not up absurd, like this. They're absorbed. They're self-absorbed. I would take, if I was the hospital, I'd take his check, and I'd say, you're free to keep sending us checks, but you're never welcome back here again. They're not going to do that, but thank you for the call. He just hung up. No fancy-schmancy ending. Let's go to uh, Brian in East Liberty. Brian, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Thank you, Mark. Mark, it's not like those kids had anything better to do. Of course they did. Of course they did, you insensitive piece of trash. Right, let's let's put the heat on the sick kids. Well, they're just lying there. What else did they have to do? You know what they had to do in those four hours? Not be disappointed. That's what they had better to do. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We got... Peter King, later on today, 
I guess the national anthem thing didn't exactly uh, spiral out of control in the first week of exhibitions. A couple taking a knee, a couple raised fists. It seems to be going away, which it would have done organically a long time ago had uh, the NFL not totally misplayed it and had the president not kept poking his, his big, fat, stupid orange head. 105.90X. Super genius, Mark Madden. Good day, Mr. Madden. Good day. Hey, Mark. I want a sugar daddy. Double M, not to hang. About all at once. The X at 105.9. I was watching that goofy show on ESPN today. Uh, I I forget what it's called. But Manny Jones and Pablo Torre. It's okay. I I watched it because I was on a treadmill. And at a gym, and it was the only thing I could find on TV that I could get the subtitles on, the closed caption. Anyway, a fat kid played in the Little League World Series. He was on TV. And Jones and Torre made fun of him on ESPN. It was very passive-aggressive. It was couched in laughter. But they made fun of the fat Little Leaguer on ESPN. And nobody will get mad about that because... Fat people are the final frontier for bullying and verbal humiliation. It's perfectly acceptable to bully and verbally humiliate a fat person, with this latest example being on ESPN. Also, I want to clarify a little sidebar uh, of the Clay Holmes thing. The Pirates calling Clay Holmes up from AAA to give pitchers an extra day of rest coming out of the series at Denver which I think is ridiculous to, to cite biometric data. You know, don't 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 urinate down my leg and tell me it's raining. You just wanted to give your pitchers an extra day's rest, even though no other team in baseball does that coming out of Denver, but you think you know everything, which is why you have made the playoffs three times in, uh, what is it now, 25 years. But uh, I digress. Jameson Tyon said that he welcomes extra rest this time of year. And I understand him saying that for a couple reasons, one being he is approaching his career high for innings in a professional season. He's already passed his career high for innings in an MLB season. And, And also, you can't say to the media, well, they're making the wrong decision, give me the ball, because you don't know how management would take that. Although Joe Musgrove said, point blank, we don't need the rest. It's great to see him talking because he comes from outside the pirate bubble. And he understands that, no, pitching the contact isn't a good idea for everybody. And that, no, we didn't need that rest, bringing up uh, this Obi-Wan jabroni from AAA, Clay, Clay Hughes. So I said on Twitter, Tyon needs to, to get some guts. You should want the ball. Junior. And of course, he survived cancer. How can you question his guts? Now, I'm going to be really careful of what I say because I don't want this to come out the wrong way. I think facing cancer takes courage, especially if you're a kid. I don't think it has anything to do with beating cancer. I don't think you need guts to beat a bad illness. You know what you need? You need really good treatment and luck. That's what you need. You know, I keep hearing about all these courageous fighters 
My mother had a fatal lung illness, and she fought very courageously, and it killed her because it was this disease that couldn't be beat. What, did she not have guts? She didn't want to live enough? She didn't give up, I can tell you that. So let's stop acting like everybody who's victimized by a disease is General MacArthur dipped in George S. Patton. You face it, you do your best, you die or you don't, and guts have very little to do with it. Okay, so to clarify, Jameson, you did a real good job being courageous and beating cancer, young man, but want the ball. Show some guts in baseball, because honestly, when it comes to you, that's all I care about is when you're out there on the mound. And you should want the ball this time of year. You shouldn't want extra rest. You already seem to have learned a lot from Joe Musgrove. Learn that. Let's go to uh, Chuck in Brookline. Chuck, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Double M, I want to say something first off. I think the strategy stuff is actually working. It's a little bit more calm in your voice today. Okay. So, so anyways, let me... Let me just backtrack for one second. I have a little story about AB. But I do think, uh, fortunately enough, I've been able to work with some people who... You're really dragging this out. You're boring me to death. Get to the point. All right. I was hanging out and having breakfast at one of the favorite breakfast breakfast spots. Are you going to tell me that Antonio Brown's a bad tipper? Yeah. Goodbye. Who cares? Although I am a notoriously good tipper. By the way, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. And I could see the building from my studio window. One of my banks burned down. One of my banks burned down. I had so much money on deposit, the cash just ignited. Wow. Thank God for the FDIC. That's Commonwealth Bank right here in Green Tree. Nobody was hurt. Uh, thank heavens. And I look forward to the branch reopening quickly. I, I got an email from Blake, who works there, and I emailed back. My money didn't get burnt, did it? It did not. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Let's go to Rick in South Park. Rick, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M, what's up, man? What up? Hey, why didn't AB just take his helicopter to the hospital? He would he would have been there in record time. I didn't know that he had a helicopter. Man, just joking around. He drove it to uh, St. Vincent for uh, training camp. Okay, so you were joking around. When do I actually hear a joke? That was it, man. Oh, really yeah. funny. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Lewis in the car. Lewis, you're on with Double M. Double M. Uh, I wanted to comment on the Antonio Brown situation. I'm a former cancer patient. Um, and side note. Why'd you hang up? Maybe AB finally showed up and he went to get his autograph. Let's go to Steve in Finleyville. Steve, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M, thanks for taking the show. Thanks for taking the call on the show, man. Um, I'd like to call out on what you said about you just said coming in off the break about your uh, you know, cancer and not having guts and how you went into it with your mom and stuff. And you, you couldn't have said it any better, so I'm not going to butcher it. But what I want to ask you about the Pirates on another subject is um, do you think that they really are that stupid or do you – think, Mark, that they may have held back a guy like Ivan Nova who's going to get close to 30 starts like they did last year so he doesn't get a bonus. That's just a question. No, no, I don't think they're, I don't think they're holding guys out to, to keep from getting the bonuses. I think okay. we would hear whispers about that now if that were even potentially true. And just to get back to Jameson Tyon, 
I've made this very clear on my show. If I don't know you, I don't care about your health. I don't. And he appears to be okay, so want the ball. You're in a wild card race. Every game matters. Want the ball. Now, if you said that because you don't want to disagree with management, that's fine. You watch. Here's going to be the final insult. They traded for Archer and Kella. They got all y'all. They got the clubhouse believing again. You watch down near the end when they're still mathematically in it. They'll shut somebody down like Tyon to protect his arm. Remember the Nationals did that with Strasburg? I bet the Pirates do that with one or more pitchers when they are still mathematically in it. It's the Mark Madden Show, 412-333-9939. I'd like to talk more about the Kepka thing. He won the PGA and nobody noticed. It was all Tiger, 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 Tiger. And, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, well, Tiger's the reason for the ratings. He is. But you have to set yourself up for when he's done. When they sunk into a deep ratings depression, you know, during the time Tiger was out, it was because they never prepared for him not being there. And now they know how bad it's going to be when he's not there, and they're still not preparing for it. There's a way to do it. I'll tell you about that in a little bit here on 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. He is Iron Man. Double M, what's up, buddy? Hi. Hey, Double M, just want to get your point on something. But he had sacks. But he had sacks. But he had sacks. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Surprised I'm not getting more feedback on the Barry Bonds getting his number retired in Pittsburgh idea. I think it's pretty obvious why Barry should get his number retired here in Pittsburgh. He's the club's only two-time MVP. No other player ever did that. Not Clemente, not Stargell, not McCutcheon. Kiner, unbelievably, never won the MVP, although I guess when your team finishes last or pretty close to, it's tough to get MVP even if you do uh, lead the league in home runs every year. Uh, Barry was the primary catalyst in the in a Pirates era of winning. And we know those have been few and far between ever since the 70s. I mean, think about that. Really, only two eras of winning for the Pirates since they won the World Series in 1979. And those were uh, 90 through 92 with Bonds, Benia, Drayback, Van Slyke, etc. And then, of course, 13 through 15 with McCutcheon, A.J. Burnett, etc. Although it's worth noting that they didn't win a division title from 13 to 15. Just wild cards. So, uh, I think it's pretty obvious Barry should have his number retired. But if you don't think so, tell me why not. Give me a good reason why not. Because not liking him is not a good enough reason. I'm a big fan of Ron Cook from the Post-Gazette and the B-Team and John Steigerwald, who I do that show with, Sunday nights on Channel 11. And I hope I'm not this way when I talk about people I don't like. But their hate for Bonds is so palpable, you can almost see their eyes bugging out of their head. Staggy in person for sure, and Cook when you hear him on the radio. I heard Cook today on the B-Team. As long as I have a vote, I will never vote for Barry Bonds to get in the Hall of Fame. He cheated? Well, now hold on. He never got caught. He cheated. I know he cheated. Everybody knows he cheated. You know, and really that's got little to do with it. I I know it's because Barry was an ass when he played here in Pittsburgh. And him and Leland yelled at each other and 
We like Leland because he smokes and he's old and he's grumpy, so F you, Barry. And then Staggy talks about, and I forget the exact story, something like a groundskeeper got killed and Barry told somebody who was getting stuff signed to auction off to raise money to get lost. Oh, no, how terrible. Next thing you know, he'll be separating children from their families at the border or at the pirate ship in Kennywood if that malfunctions again. I just I just don't think like should have anything to do with it. And I think all of the sports halls of fame are diminished because like has become too big a part of it. And I would probably be no better. I hate Tom Barrasso. I would never vote for him for the Hockey Hall of Fame, and I don't have a vote. But he's not in because people don't like him. He absolutely deserves to be in. You know, saying that out loud, it strikes me as funny and not injustice, but there you go. Uh, Terrell Owens not getting in first ballot made the Pro Football Hall of Fame look goofy. All the steroid guys with the huge numbers not being in the Baseball Hall of Fame makes the Baseball Hall of Fame look goofy. Why are those guys not in? Because Peter Gammons would get mad? F Peter Gammons. He's melting a little bit more every day we speak. He looks like a wax figure left out in the sun. Who cares what that guy thinks? Keith Olbermann, if I thought getting Barry Bonds elected to the Hall of Fame would kill Keith Olbermann, I would call Putin and get the Russians to interfere in that election too. Actually, the world would be more boring with Keith dead. And I don't know who would inherit all his comic books and baseball cards. I just can't believe that these so-called august uh, institutions don't see how they're negating themselves in the pursuit of something they were never supposed to pursue in the first place. Like I always say, the Mark Madden Baseball Hall of Fame is better than theirs. I have A-Rod, I have Barry, I have Roger Clemens, I have Shoeless Joe, I have Pete Rose. Seriously, if you took the best nine players from the Baseball Hall of Fame and put them in a fictional game against the best nine who aren't, the best nine who aren't might win the game. Actually, you know what? You know those simulation games like APA and Stratomatic? That would be a great thing to do, wouldn't it? That would be a lot of fun. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to uh, RJ and Glenshaw. RJ, you're on with Double M. Good day, sir. What up? Hey, uh, just want to get your take on something Colin Dunlap said this morning, kind of a two-parter here. Um, he compared Barry Bonds to his McCutcheon growing up. Kind of was the, the face of the franchise that turned winning around, really got people excited about the Pirates again there in the early 90s. That's all uh, true. If you, buy, if, you, if you buy that comparison, which it sounds like you does, or you do rather? Would you uh, would you buy McCutcheon eventually getting his number retired in Pittsburgh? If Barry gets his number retired, McCutcheon should get his number retired too. If if Barry yeah, yeah. doesn't, there's no way Cut should. No way. Yep, that was my thought exactly. That if Barry was a re- number retiree, then McCutcheon should definitely be up there as well. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jack and Dormont. Jack, you're on with Double M. Hey, I can confirm you're a good tipper at a Northside Steakhouse where my daughter's a server. She says you're really cool. The Northside? Which which place? Hyde Park. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Hyde Park. Yeah, her name's Colleen. I'll look, I'll look for her the next time I'm in there, sir. I'm, I'm glad she had a relatively pleasant experience watching me act like a glutton. 
<laughs> no, she said you're quite the gentleman. Well, thank you. Okay, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, but Barry Bonds, you know, I'm like you. Halls, halls of Fame are, you know, are getting more irrelevant by the year. And if Ty Cobb's in there after murdering his father. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Ty saw his father get murdered by his mother's lover. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, Ty, Ty allegedly beat some homeless guy to death in an alley, though. Oh, oh, it's only And he punched guy. out a guy who had both hands amputated. <laughs> I didn't know any of that. Oh, that, that's true. It's damn true. Okay, Mark. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jeremy and Charleroi. Jeremy, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark, what's happening? What up? So, uh, I don't think Vaughn should get his number retired because, come on, he won two MVPs. But he didn't. That's regular season, man. He didn't win no championships. And McCutcheon, that's a big deal. You get Freddie Sanchez. You retire his number because he won a batting title? I think Barry Bonds did a little better than Freddie Sanchez. Well, I mean, you know, but uh, he, yeah, but he choked in the play. He didn't win a championship. And McCutcheon, I think that's just ridiculous to even bring that up. Okay, you know, Ted Williams never won a championship. Did you know that? Dan Marino never I, I won a aware, championship. I was aware, but he batted 400 a season. Like Kiner, okay? He had, Barry Bonds hit runs. more home runs than anybody in history. Not for us. Oh, he was well on his way. And don't call it us. They don't like you. Well, they should. I'd spend enough money there. Yeah, I'm sure you've spent a billion. Guy well, from Charleroi, yeah. thanks for the call. Go to Matt in Murraysville. Matt, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I, I, you're 100% correct on the thing with uh, Tyon. I myself was a Make-A-Wish recipient, and I don't let anybody use that as a crutch at all, and nobody should use that as a crutch for him. You're a ball player. Go out, get the ball, do your job. Well, and again, I'm not dismissing the possibility that Tyon just didn't want to disagree with his employer, and maybe he's a bit leery because he has passed his high for innings in the major league season, but I want my guys to want the ball. I want Tyon to say what Joe Musgrove said, which is that we didn't need the rest. Well, Greg Maddox and Nolan Ryan never turned down a start. Why does Tyon have to turn down one unless he's telling company line? See, I think we overrate Tyon because of his story, because he beat cancer. I think it's the same as James Conner. I think every time you're perceived to have beaten some terrible dread uh, malady that you are seen in a better light than you actually are. Yeah, probably. Tyon's like a number three starter, maybe a four, at his best. That's what he is. Thank you for the call. But he should still want the ball. That's the problem with the Pirates. They, they don't have any, there's nobody in their rotation that can break up a losing streak where you know he's going to go out there and be that proverbial stopper. They got Nova's like a four, Tyon's a four, Musgrove's a five, if that. They just got a bunch of fours and fives. And don't get me wrong, one thing those guys give you, Trevor Williams is in that group as well, one thing those guys give you is their heart and soul every night. They don't cheat you for effort. They don't cheat you for grit. But again, in that vein, Tyon should want the ball. Let's go to Brian in North Hills. Brian, real quick, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to say and confirm that you are a good tipper. And uh, also, uh, off the subject um, about hockey, Sidney Crosby is most definitely probably going to get a, a statue. Do you think uh, Malkin will also have one? Or no, one no I, I think I think Sid gets his number retired and gets a statue, and I think that's it. I don't think Yager's going to get his number retired or a statue. 
But it's almost like Malkin and Crosby are like a like a duo, you know. No, it's not. And, it's like Sid's better. Yeah. All right. Thanks, I mean, he is. I mean, well, Gino's yeah. really good, but you don't you don't give one an honor the other obviously deserves. Just to be fair, now if between now and the end of his career, Gino definitively proves and he's not far off, then yeah. But I think this club has had two generational players, Lemieux and Crosby. And if those are the only numbers retired, if those are the only statues, I am fine with that. And that's not a knock on Malkin or Yager. It's just that, you know, we we always like to say, oh, they're the same. They're part of a, like, what did you say, a duo, right? Yeah. They're not. One's better. One's always better. Up next, we're going to talk to Bob McLaughlin. It's the Mark Madden Show, 105.9 The X. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey. Super genius, big, big fan. See, you're just screwing with me. You're doing a good job, but you're just screwing with me, right? The X at 105.9. Joining me now is Bob McLaughlin. Bob, brought you by 84 Lumber. Bob, your thoughts on the Antonio Brown situation? I can't imagine that you could in any way defend him for being four hours late to see sick kids at Children's Hospital. I do differ with you, though, in the back. Can you hear me now? Yes. You good to go? Okay. Um, uh, 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 there's no way I can excuse what he did, or anybody can excuse what he did being four hours late for them. Although I do differ with you on the money he's given in the past for the stuff that he's done in the past for them. That does all count. But he has to make up for being four hours late. I don't care. It, if, it doesn't. Un, paying a hundred k doesn't justify him being four hours late. It no, doesn't. Uh, that's no. That's that's not even close. No, I agree with you on that one. But I do. Uh, he does get credit for giving the money. He does get credit for stuff that he's done for them or other charities in the past. But this is an egregious mistake on his part. He's got to make up for it with an apology or with other visits there without the TV cameras and everything. I mean, this yeah, one... Without the TV cameras there. No, I Bob, agree. he's never done anything nice that a camera wasn't present for. He's an absolute phony on top of being a horse's ass. Well, I agree with you on this one that the reason he showed up at all was because this was a you know Madden EA Sports promotion, and even he, that's creepy that there was a video game promotion in a ward with sick kids. Well, I, I have no problem with that. That's just because creepy. no, it isn't because those Anything kids. Commer- I mean, nothing should be commercially related to that. No, but it benefits the kids directly. They sp- all they do is lay in bed all day. They need these video games. They need the C- CDs, DVDs. They need that stuff to get through the time that that is spent down there. They need something to do with families. Um, and, I have you, personal you, experience with you, that, Mark. And you, and you could get them those things without having, uh, you know, it be Madden EA Day with the sick kids at Children's Hospital. That I'll agree with you with. Yeah, there are other people that do a ton of fundraising. You're allowed to do nice do things for the sake of doing nice things. Oh, totally understood and, and agree with you on that one. But like I said, my personal feeling, the money he gave, that counts. Charity stuff he's Nobody done in the ever past. Said that it counts. didn't count. But but still what he did showing up four hours late is indefensible. And he needs to make up for that somehow. Think he will? No, I don't. Uh what about Barry Bonds getting his number retired by the Pirates? I think it's a simple decision and an obvious decision, but I bet it doesn't happen. Uh what are your thoughts? Uh, I bet it doesn't happen either, and I don't think it's that simple. Um I I, I can see Reasons why he should, and I can see reasons why he shouldn't. 
The thing that John Steigerwald talks about all the time, the effort by the Pirates management to raise funds for a groundskeeper that was killed in an accident. You might not think it matters. It matters to the Pirates, the management and people who work down there. I mean, if anything could be more personal. It, it, it should not be relevant to getting a guy's number. But retired. it does. And the only people Well, that if are, that's the case, then that says a lot about their pettiness in response to Barry's pettiness. Uh, understood. Understood. I think that people are going to react as strongly. And they can do what they want, and they have. In fact, Bob, they've only retired one number since PNC Park opened, that being Paul Wayner. This ownership group and management group doesn't like to acknowledge there was a team before they took over. Yeah, well, they haven't done a good enough job of bringing players up that deserve to get their number retired. Um, I honestly think you were talking about this with a caller, Mark. I could see Kutch getting his number retired before Barry Bonds. And I know that you think that that's, uh, there's something wrong with that. Well, then the whole process is a joke. Yeah, well, Bonds here seven years with San Francisco, 15 years. And the number of home runs he hit, whether clean, dirty, whatever, what he meant only to that team. Only two-time MVP in Pirates history. Totally understood. It's only two yes leaders than McCutcheon. It's the same amount of years as Kiner, and they retired Kiner's number. Yep, totally understood. But my personal feeling, and I think some Pirate fans would agree with me, is that management down there, the people that run everything, and they're the only ones that have to be convinced about that, they're, they would feel better about retiring Kutch's number because of how well he got along with the city, what he meant to the city. You know, and, and I know you're rolling your eyes. The listener can't see that, but that matters to them and to the fans. It shouldn't matter at all. I can understand that argument, but I think it does. Is Barry allowed to grow up? Is Barry allowed to have, have gotten over his anger? Oh, sure. Because there were signs of that. When he was in the Pirates broadcast booth Saturday. Sure. I think that, and look, time heals all wounds. I wouldn't be surprised if it got closer to that as the argument got built stronger and stronger and that more people kind of went on that side of the discussion. Bob, if you don't somewhat lower your standards, or change your standards rather, for retiring numbers, the Pirates will never retire another number. Totally understood. If it's going to be about, if it's going to be that you have to play your whole career here, no good player will ever do that here in Pittsburgh again, or even the majority of his career. Although, actually, it'll turn out that way with Koch, that he spent the majority of his years, especially his good years, with the Pirates. And if you have to win, they might never win again. Yeah, so there you go. Mark, I'm not saying you're wrong on this one. I do agree with you at that angle of it. But I also, in listening to you talk about your dislike for Barrasso, and if you had a vote, you would never put it in there, I think there are too many people around this city who feel that way for Barry Bonds. Who cares? Well, they do. Is it up to Ron Cook? Is it up to John Steiner? No, no, no. I'm talking about the people who actually will make that decision down in those offices. Like, like who? Like the owner of the team. Why you would know, he, the general manager. Why would he not like Barry Bonds? Why would Neil Huntington not like Barry Bonds? They weren't even here when he was here. But other people that work down there, and more of those people are retiring all the time and not working down there, but there are still enough people down there, I'm sure, in those offices that will argue the fact vehemently that they don't want Barry Bonds to have that number retired. Because they don't like him. Exactly. Not a good enough reason. Like I, yeah, but like I just said, you have the same reason for why you wouldn't you know, vote for Tom Barrasso. You know what? If I had a vote, I'd vote for him. Oh, okay. Well, you just said in the last I, I know that, but, but if, if I had a vote, doing the right thing would get the better of me. Wanting to have accountability and responsibility for the vote would get the better of me. I agree that Hall of Fame should not take that into consideration. They haven't in the past when all this stuff wasn't leaked out, when it wasn't on social media. I think that if they've done enough on the field to you know, warrant being in the Hall of Fame, you should vote that you way. Know, I'm not but, sure about this. I seem to recall Ted Williams didn't make the Hall of Fame on the first ballot because the writers didn't like him. 
They should have burned the Hall of Fame to the ground. <laughs> well, you're always going to happen. You're always going to have a baseball writer too. Every year they vote. You always have a baseball writer or two who just wants to gum up the works because they have something against that player, so they don't vote for him. Bob, real quick, because I'm going to talk about this at the top of the hour. Is anybody in golf allowed to be better than Tiger Woods? Because I didn't see any evidence of that at the PGA. Not for some time. I mean, because of what he does with the ratings, what he does for interest in the sport, if Tiger is not in it. But but he would still do what he does with the ratings, even if they treated Brooks Kepka as the better golfer. I think that golf is giving the people what they want right now. You heard those roars yesterday if you watched it all. I did watch, but it means they didn't learn at all from their time without Tiger. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I was sitting there. I was over at my parents' place, and my dad was watching golf. I would not have watched golf, but he was so into it. And me watching him get into it because Tiger's coming back. But I will say this. He made the same argument. He said, are they ever going to let this guy enjoy his championship? All they're talking about today is Tiger's run and what he did. And he's second place. He's tied for second. Bob, when I watch golf, I openly root against Tiger. (laughs) Like Tiger hit a bad drive. I think it was on 16. And I'm like, I'm like, I was like dancing like Hitler in Paris. (laughs) I was so happy. That's Bob McLaughlin. Going to talk more about Tiger and Kepkin in just 30 seconds. 105.9 The X.